It's my 10th episode. I'm so excited. Cue the ringing bells. As an extra special way to celebrate this milestone, it was only fitting that I interview my oldest daughter, Maddie. After all, my first episode, another milestone, was with my husband and her father, Michael. Listening to Maddie share about her degree in mathematics from Michigan State University and her career path thus far incited those proud mama feels in my heart. Having a front row seat to it all, I know that it was not an easy road. For that reason, I love her transparency about being a student who wasn't sure what she wanted to do in her life. She just knew she loved math. I love how she talked about how math prepared her for her role today as a senior data analyst for a leading digital marketing company. I think you will also find it helpful to hear her lessons learned in and recommendations for starting a career. So for those who aren't sure what they want to do in their life, be inspired by Maddie's story about pursuing what you love, learn as you go, and know the rest will work itself out. Well, hello, Maddie. I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Job Shadow. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Well, I'm excited that our schedules finally worked out for (laughs) you to join in, and it's especially perfect because you are my 10th podcast episode. Oh. And so I think it only fitting that my very first episode was with your dad. And so my 10th one, which is a milestone to me, should be with my oldest. Of course. And congratulations on 10 episodes. Well, thank you. Oh, well, I feel very honored. <laughs> I'm excited. It is exciting. And then we'll get your sister all done with school and get her situated. And then she'll be a milestone as well. Okay. So Madison, tell us about your role. What do you do? What's your job like? Absolutely. I work in digital marketing based out of a few different areas, but I work out in Boston, Massachusetts. My main job is to analyze how their website's performing using different tools, gauge website performance. And we also provide them with key learnings and then opportunities based on those key learnings. So maybe an example is that, you know, we're really noticing that people are not scrolling down further than halfway down the page. So no one's really getting to that, or at least the percentage of people is getting lower as you're scrolling down, right? So your best bet would be to move that up. So that's a very up that button, that opportunity. Um, So it's a very kind of simple version of you know, kind of one of the things that we would give as a recommendation for improvement, but it's, it's things like that. So sometimes smaller, sometimes it's even things like if we have quizzes on the site somewhere, you know, maybe people are dropping off halfway through the quiz. And so we're kind of like, people are clearly looking for something a little shorter, that kind of stuff. And then I'm also their go-to social media person. So not the person posting any of their social media, but I'm the person who analyzes how the posts are performing, their engagement levels, how people are navigating to the company's website from the posts and impressions, that kind of thing. And, you know, how those posts are performing historically that. Well, and that's interesting because I would think that that is highly valuable information to your client in helping them decide what direction they need to go, what's working, what's grabbing attention and, what's not working. And 
it is, it's such an important piece, especially when we're talking, right? I mean, it's website design, really, and seeing how it's all performing is obviously so crucial. Really, it's all about just trying to get the most users to connect with the company at the end of the day. Absolutely. It's almost you get to be a little bit of a detective. What do you do with that data? Do you put it into presentation? Exactly. So what I do is put together, we call them decks, but they're just big reports, essentially. We present stats, but that's not really all. We really take it, we analyze it, create some insights, and then we really come down to a few specific key learnings and opportunities, maybe a new page launched, a new tool launched, and we're seeing how that's performing. And so we provide these key learnings, we provide opportunities for improvement, and our clients take a look at these potential recommendations and then other people across capabilities in my company will start to implement those recommendations on site. But I do the data, the analyzing and presenting. So that is, it's a big PowerPoint, a lot of PowerPoint. (laughs) So, okay. So tell it, what is your, before I ask my next question, what is your degree, your education background in? Yeah. So my education is actually in mathematics. So a bit of a change, well, a bit of a word I'm looking for. It wasn't necessarily a linear progression. <laughs> okay. Kind of a windy road to where I ended up. Well, and that's fine because I, I think it's important for my listeners to hear the journeys that in, that students take with their degrees, you know, once they've left the door. So a Bachelor of Science in Mathematics from Michigan State University. Yes. Yes, go Spartans, go, go green. green. We we do bleed green in our house, don't oh, we? Yes. Oh gosh, of course. <laughs> and and so I think that what what prompted you to pursue a degree in math? So honestly, and it sounds really simple at the end of the day, but I think I just always liked math. I felt like I performed well in math in comparison to other fields of study. And I think one of my favorite things about math is I just feel like it is the absolute base of everything. Um, it is universal, you know, and I know a lot of people kind of like, oh, that was so useless. I spent so much time on it. Math, even outside of formulas and, you know, calculus and algebra is, it's logic, it's problem solving. I, I mean, there's so much, it is the most general learning experience and it really covers all fields of life. And yeah, I mean, I think the main reason I went for it is I was like, oh, I'm good at this. <laughs> but but I learned a lot along the way. And I think there were a lot, a lot of other benefits I got from it as well. So so share uh, share a couple examples of what you learned along the way and a couple of benefits. I mean, I think biggest thing would be problem solving, trying to find not necessarily the quickest way, but the simplest, most straightforward way to reach an answer, a conclusion. I mean, that kind of applies to anyone's job, decreases the area for user error. As quick as something can be, as simple as it can be, there's just less room to mess up there, right? So, and that is with writing an entire problem for three pages on hand. You know, if you can knock that into one page, there's a lot less, there's a lot less opportunity to mess it up. And that really applies to all areas of life. I think that uh, as well as being willing to put a lot of time and effort into something like a, that, you know, maybe doesn't seem applicable right then, but it's how you got there, how you learn and how you applied effort is still a useful tool going forward in life. So um, 
those kinds of things. I mean, along with obviously just the the idea that you know learn math and and integrals and derivatives and proofs and uh, it's all very theoretical. Uh, you can take applied mathematics too, but I did regular mathematics, which is theoretical. It's a lot of just proving everything. So an abstract and yeah, I mean, honestly, I liked it. I it college was an experience, but I'm happy now looking back. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. You're a smart chick, Maddie. <laughs> so, so tell me like when you're talking about what you've learned with your degree, because I think that another student getting ready to go to college or is in college and trying to decide their major and someone who really likes math, this is a career path for someone who likes math. And so tell me what three things, and it can be more than three, but you know, what three aspects of your degree really lend well to the role that you have as a senior data analyst? Well, and I mean, to start off, and I kind of mentioned it too, but math is so general and so broad. And I think for a lot of people, maybe in school, getting a more broad degree like that can be kind of frightening because there's not this really direct path to a specific career, but it really does. So A, I think the idea that you can have a mathematics base really does show that you have a logical thought process or that you can at least apply that when you need to. Also, just willing to put effort into anything, I think is always a good, a good thing to show a company when you're interviewing, when you're working for them. What about like, so I would, uh, the problem solving that you did a lot of with your degree that as you're analyzing performance of various digital marketing endeavors, that that kind of, those two kind of go hand in hand. They do. And I mean, so I think certain aspects of it are interesting because yes, exactly. On one hand, it's very much the getting to the end result, this is affecting this, so we need to change it kind of situation is very logical, very mathematic. I think also though, with a math degree is you're very kind of used to, when you're just talking about base mathematics, like calculus, you're very used to thinking inside the box. With theoretical mathematics, it's very much an outside of the box thought process. How can I prove this? And how can I look at it from different points of view to figure out a way to get to the end result. And that's a really good thing to bring forward. I think that's been really helpful, especially in digital marketing, is it kind of is a more creative way to utilize such a not necessarily creative major, right? I mean, things based in numbers are not really <laughs> the most creative, but marketing in and of itself is. So that outside of the box thought process, I think was something that obviously I still have so much to learn about, but it the degree itself was very helpful in that sense. That's exciting. So you graduated in 2019. What was your first job out of college? So I've always worked at a marketing agency. My first job was actually working for, I did kind of different, it wasn't as much analyzing. It was more so just reporting metrics and it okay. was more sales-based. So while right now I'm working for a financial institution, it's banking based, that kind of situation. Prior, it was seeing how a certain product was selling, how it was performing, and royalties sales based on that. So what our company was getting back and making sure the clients were aware of where they were losing, where they were gaining, 
Um, it wasn't as much presenting. It was more just straightforward numbers. So different in that sense, because this is definitely a lot more of that outside of the box creativity. Where can we get better sense? Whereas my previous job was more so just this is where we are at, right? Okay. So it's a good stepping stone. That's interesting. So in your first job, where share where that was where that took you geographically. Oh, I was in Fargo, North Dakota. So I went to school obviously in Michigan, moved out to Fargo for my first job. And so that in and of itself was an experience. North Dakota is very actually it's a lot better than I think people give it credit for, but it was a very sure. different experience out there. I think it's I think it's exciting to have experienced different geographical areas and the cultures that are in the, those areas and and the current job that you have now took you to Boston, Massachusetts, which is probably kind of a lot different, I would say, from kind of share a little bit of, you know, how it's different and what you like about that. Oh, absolutely. It was quite the change. It's actually been really interesting living in the Midwest and then coming out to the East Coast. It's different how people if people are just different across different areas of the country in in great ways. Kind of a big culture shock in the sense of every they have everything here. I mean, in Boston, there is absolutely anything you could be looking for is probably in this state, right? But kind of pros and cons, right? So it's like out here, we've got public transportation that makes traveling really easy. It makes it simple to get into work, right? There's no struggles there. And there's, I think, a lot of opportunity out here. With that being said, um, Fargo was great in the sense of everything you could, you needed to reach was within 10 minutes of you. You hopped <laughs> the car and you got there and there True. was no struggles with that at all. And it is such an up and coming area. I do not think I could have picked a better spot for kind of a first, first step in the, in you know, the big girl world, I guess, for lack of a better way of putting it, because it wasn't so big that I felt like, you know, a little fish in this huge pond, but also it did, there's so much opportunity there. It is growing rapidly. Weather's a little wild, but what can you do about it? it but yeah, it's definitely been, it's been a change, but a good one. It's all just different experiences. Uh, I think that's awesome. You get to work in an office in Boston. Do you work remote? Yes. So mainly remote, we're expected to come in two times a week, very flexible. So it's not necessarily like if I'm traveling out to visit you guys by, you know, or anything like that, there is no problems there. But so I travel, it actually takes a little bit, kind of one of the cons of the city area, but the train can take a little bit of time. It takes me about an hour each way and I go to the office. So, and the office is cool. It's actually really awesome. It's got a, um, big rooftop that you can like overlook the harbor on and it is so gorgeous I that office is like my absolute it is my favorite part of the job very much so but yes so take the train each way which I find nice because the traffic is absolutely insane (laughs) I well having visited there I have to say it's probably one of my favorite places to come visit and it's fun to kind of like just live vicariously through you for a few days that we're there. It is a funny, I mean, I never really saw myself living close to a city. I think the closest experience we really had to like, I mean, we lived very close to Detroit and then also we spent a lot of time in Chicago or yeah, uh, but we would go visit Chicago, right? So yeah, absolutely. 
but to be in there, you know, on a weekly basis is definitely a new, it's such a different experience and I do love it out here. And it is, it's, it's really neat. So we talked a little bit, it's so kind of back to your role. We talked a little bit about how your degree has aligned really well with this role. And what would you say that someone who's listening that was pursuing a degree in math or hears about you talk about your job and is like, wow, that sounds like that would be a really neat job to have. What other sorts of skills do you think lend well to them? I mean, I think, and this is going to sound so cliche, but I do think that teamwork and being able to communicate within a professional environment. And that was my biggest learning curve, almost stepping into kind of the professional world, right down to writing an email, especially when you're talking to clients, right? I mean, there's kind of a difference between communicating internally, obviously, and communicating with the people you work for, for. And so I think having that ability to not, not necessarily come in and know those things, but to be open to learning, to really watch how people who have been in the environment for a while communicate and reach out and take little pieces of that with you as you go forward. I think that's one of the biggest things and that doesn't just that's not just with communication I think it's just I really just watch the people around me who have been doing it longer you take little pieces of that with you as you go and I think in that you grow right so that would be I like that well well said very well said and can you share a lesson learned since graduating Hmm. so I have, and I have so much, I'm still learning on a daily, like there is nothing I feel like I have reached like capacity of what I could possibly know about it in any sense. I feel like I am still just taking so much in all the time. I think being okay with asking questions is something, if you're ever hesitant, ask, right? I think that would probably be my biggest thing. Assuming just, especially when you're newer in an environment never really helps. And being able to ask a question, being humble enough to not have a, to admit you may not know something perfectly, I think is very crucial. And then learning how to do that. And then, you know, the next time you go ahead and ask a question, you provide an answer with it. Like, is it this, right? And the next thing you know, you know, it's just, there's less than these questions. I think that would probably be my biggest thing is communicate, have no problem asking. It is, honestly, I think it's the best show of you clearly want to get better. You clearly care about what you're doing. If you're willing to look at somebody else, be like, they could probably help me grow in this moment. Wow, Madison, that is, that is fantastic piece of advice. That's, that's great. All right. So what, let's talk about something kind of different. We'll switch gears a little bit, but I know that you are an avid reader And I always ask my guest a favorite book of theirs or a book that they felt like changed their life or kind of a game changer for them. Realistically, it is Harry Potter. I do love the Harry Potters. I think one of my favorite things about them is, at least for me and my age group, it was one of the first experiences with a character in it who was a woman who was the smartest. She was a go-getter and a intelligent woman and she was made fun of for it and she was bashed for it but she was an incredibly hard worker and frankly I think a really good person for young women to be looking at I think a lot of the times in books they're they're either just some sort of they're a strong hero or there's some sort of moral place where they exceed um 
expectations. But here it's like, she's a reader, she's intelligent. She asks all the questions when she has them. And I think that's just been one of my favorite Okay, I mean, obviously it's Hermione. I feel like that's maybe obvious to anyone who's <laughs> read or watched the Harry Potters. But <laughs> I just think especially around the age I was when Harry Potter was really blowing up. And even now it's it's such a nice, it's it's just such a great thing for impressionable women, especially to be like, oh, you know what? It's just about taking everything in and that's how you can be stronger every day and seeing a strong woman like that girl I suppose like in the books but <laughs> yes that's really neat well yeah I mean and uh, uh, also like it's just a very comforting read for anyone looking for something yes. especially during the holidays and such I well you share my passion for reading and so I I can't recommend enough to people to to just pick up a book and read you and I both share the same passion of going to a bookstore and we could just get lost in it. And, and yes, <laughs> no. And it's so I think that's great. I appreciate you sharing your reason. And I think it's just really sweet. So any, anything else you can think of that you would recommend to someone who's listening that kind of trying to decide what they want to do what path they want to take? I think honestly, and I'm really just coming at this from the experience of, I was not the kind of person that went into college knowing exactly what I wanted in life. I know I just made a big to do about how cool math was and all of that, but, and I do think it's very cool, but I went into college very much so feeling all over the place. And so I think it's just to remember that um, it will be okay. You will find your path. It may not seem obvious. Do what you enjoy or what makes you the happiest or feel the best on a day-to-day and the right thing will find you as long as you're willing to work hard. And that doesn't mean it won't be emotionally very excruciating. (laughs) It probably will for a little bit, but you will make it. It will be okay. And everything's a really great growing opportunity. So really good to just keep that in mind, even when things are rough. (laughs) Oh, that's a perfect way to end it. Madison, this has just been absolute pure joy sitting here chatting with you, even though we're many states apart. I really appreciate your time. And this has been, this has been a lot of fun. So thank you. Absolutely. Same. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just so excited to be here and I love talking to you. I mean, we could just go back and forth all day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we could. (laughs) It won't be long and we'll be seeing each other in person. I know. I'm very excited. I miss you guys a ton. Me too. Well, thank you so much. All right. Yes, no problem. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. I am honored to be here and speak with guests who share about their professions and the paths that they took to achieve them. I hope that the discussions have inspired a career path for the talents and gifts bestowed upon you. As you become career ready, know that I am here to help with all aspects, which include resume writing, interviewing, job search strategizing, and networking. You can reach me on my website at jodyboggess.com or message me on Instagram at jodyboggess underscore careers. Links are in the show notes. Take care.